Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy. And this is Morgan. And welcome to season two of our podcast. Yay! Um, so this season, we're actually going to be doing things a little differently. Uh, we are going to talk about one topic for multiple podcasts. That's right. So we are going to focus on ADHD. Woohoo! Here we go. I know. And I think we all know somebody with ADHD. Yes. That's Probably right. Multiple people. That's right. Yeah. One of my best friends. Yeah. Has I, ADHD, and I know that we've had experiences like dating people with ADHD. Definitely. Yes. Exactly. And, I mean, I have a classroom full of kids with it. Exactly. <laughs> Working with kids with ADHD. So yes, ADHD is wonderful. Yes, it is. So what we first want to start off with is just the basics. What is ADHD? That's right. And there are three types of ADHD. The first one is called inattentive, and that used to be called ADD in the past. And then the second one is hyperactive. And then the third one is combined, where you have the hyperactivity that you see on the outside as well as the hyperactivity within your mind. Yes, exactly. And so um, the inattentive is just kind of like those kids, it looks like they're kind of spacing out. Like daydreaming. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, the hyperactive is kind of more what you typically think when you think of ADHD. It's the ones that can't sit still or fidgeting and uh, the combination is exactly that. So a little mixture of both. Exactly. So we're going to go over some of the signs of ADHD. So here are some examples. If someone can't sit still, fidgeting, just like you just said, Mm -hmm. you'll notice that their goals will change a lot. Like one day they might want to go into banking, the next time they want to become a doctor, and then they want to become a firefighter. Yeah, they're scattered. Exactly, they're scattered. And a lot of times the goals don't get um, completed because their tension shifts. And they'll say like a lot of times you'll notice a lot of ADHD people uh, in the entrepreneurial world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we don't. I just want to say something before we keep going is that a lot of people with ADHD are brilliant and smart and creative, and there are so many good things to, about having ADHD. We just need to learn how to kind of manage it. Exactly, that's right. They're brilliant. Uh, for example, like there's one example I heard that, for example. Uh, with a neurotypical brain, if we're sitting, like, let's say at Starbucks, like, we're able to close the door to other people talking around us and all the activity around us, and we can stay focused on our conversation, what's happening between us. But with ADHD, it's hard for you to close that door. So all the stimulation is happening, so none of the doors close. And there's obviously some struggles with that, and there's also a lot of creativity with that because they're able to process so many different dimensions at once, and they're Mm -hmm. able to generate just I think you know just absolutely genius ideas so yes there are huge huge gifts and everything so let's go back to some of the signs of ADHD yes Um, sometimes like I will have teachers call me in to observe a child because they think that the child 
um, appears lazy, but at times they're super focused. And so they're not able to understand like why is this child sometimes so incredibly, in, in air quotes, lazy, and other times so hyper-focused that they can't pull them out of that. Um, like we said earlier, daydreamers or um, children or adults that either seem excited or bored. It seems like they're either on or off, like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they're either on or they are off when and it comes I, to topic. <laughs> yeah, right? And what I notice in my classroom is uh, this is not always true and we're going to say a lot of generalizations so it's not 100% of the time but I do notice that with the kids that have ADHD and also with adults that it tend to be a little bit more messy so if you look inside their desk it seems to be a little bit more disorganized open up their backpacks papers are everywhere and that also can be a big sign exactly that is true we're even just looking in their bedroom yes yes right (laughs) or their bathroom yes 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 a lot of the symptoms can just be right there in front of us exactly that is true so now we're gonna go over the DSM here we go so in order to be diagnosed with ADHD you have to have five symptoms uh, that were present before the age of 12 Um, so there's it's broken into two categories it's either inattention and hyperactivity and impulsivity so with the inattention it kind of is sounds like what it is so it's lack of attention to details difficulty sustaining attention and task uh does not seem to look like they're listening does not Mm -hmm. follow through on directions hard time organizing tasks uh avoids tasks that require sustained mental effort so they kind of get bored easily Yes, exactly. Uh, loses or misplaces objects, easily distracted, and then very forgetful. Yes, and oh my goodness, yes. I, um, in the past, dated somebody who definitely fits a lot of these categories. That the inattention? Said. Yes, inattention, forgetting things, messy backpack, uh, where's my wallet, where are my keys, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. And we'll get into later podcasts about how different things we can do to help people who with an ADHD brain to uh, just better succeed. Because exactly. I'm sure some of us have at least one of these, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. Exactly. That's true. Yes. And we all kind of display some of these at different times. I know when I don't get proper sleep more again, I probably display all of these in front of you, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the next part is hyperactivity and impulsivity. Yes. Uh, So, for example, being very fidgety with your hands or your feet, like I am right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Leaving their seats frequently. And I will have children that I work with where they have a really hard time just sitting in their seat. I worked with one little boy who would get out of his chair and actually crawl across the classroom. You know, Mm -hmm. and look out the window um, or stand on his desk. So these are some things that you can look out for. Or feeling restless, unable to engage in leisure activities quietly, Um, always on the go, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, difficult being still for an extended amount of time. People who talk excessively blurts out answers. This happens a lot. <laughs> I'm just smiling. <laughs> it's almost back to school time. I'm just like, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. I have some students that I work with and they get so excited in the classroom so they'll blurt out so the teachers will contact me and be like, why are they blurting out? Uh-huh. Because okay, they see them as not following the classroom rules without understanding the bigger picture of what's happening. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so this happens. Uh, difficulty waiting his or her turn, 
interrupting or intrudes on others just because they're so impulsive and once they have a thought in their in their head they just want to act on it immediately so that's yeah. where that so comes in from. order to get diagnosed you have to have at least five of these symptoms um it could be five from just inattention five from just hyperactivity or a combination of the two and we are not doctors so if you think that uh someone you know or yourself might have this please go to a doctor but just so you know for your just uh anecdotal knowledge it is at least five of those symptoms that we just stated exactly so and we also want you to understand that if you realize that you have this diagnosis or a loved one has this diagnosis it's not your fault mm -hmm. there doesn't need to be any blaming or shaming that comes into this this is actually um, a brain imbalance in your brain structure uh -huh. and that there's a lot of strengths like we've been talking about a lot that you're creative you're smart and um, you can be just so like I think genius yeah like some of the kids that we've worked with together Morgan like you know are just like the things that they create the things that they say just like blow us away because they're so incredibly smart so these are the things that we want to foster and it and like with any human like any person with a heartbeat we want to like foster where your strengths are and then the areas that you need some help let's just figure out how to improve that so um, this is not a diagnosis that's doom and gloom how sometimes mm -hmm. some people will um, feel that so we just also want to remind you that there are a lot of gifts within everybody right? yes exactly yes. Um, yes. I had this just a quick story this first grader a few years ago who definitely had the hyperactivity ADHD um, but he was so good at building things so I would let him for breaks and stuff just go and build and there was just one time I let him just go for 10 minutes and he's building these insane structures and he's six years old it's things that like maybe high school kids could do it uh maybe some college kids could do it but his brain just was it was so creative and it was awesome to see and so there are as sandy was saying we want to we want to emphasize the good and exactly that's true there's this one sixth grade boy that i went to observe not too long ago and he has to draw on his board and and it, when you go into the classroom he is drawing on his board with all these markers and it looks like he's not listening to what's happening but he's hearing everything and every mm -hmm. time he would open his mouth to answer or contribute it was just like he was spot on most amazing thing and his drawings were amazing as well but if you took it away from him it was so hard for him to participate and stay focused mm -hmm. which is really interesting so um so also in our later podcast we will go over different techniques to help uh, organize the brain it might be some things that seem counterintuitive to us mm -hmm. but um, and we'll explain more in our next podcast so make sure that you keep listening so if you think that you have ADHD or your child has ADHD you do want to get a diagnosis because it can impact across your life and you just want to make sure that you're getting the appropriate diagnosis so that you can get the correct support Yes, and just uh, so you know, we'll talk about treatment a little bit later, but uh, to get you want to get the right diagnosis, and then also there's more than one type of treatment, um, and so it's not kind of just a one-size-fits-all type of thing, so yes. that's... And that can be complicated and frustrating for parents yes. and for people, and so it's just like any relationship in life. You have to go and 
find the right person that fits with you mm-hmm. and the right style that fits with you because there's always more than one way to catch a fish so make sure that you are finding the people that you trust and that you feel good with it doesn't necessarily have to be the hottest therapist that everyone's talking about just like in high school you don't necessarily want to be dating like the most popular guy because it's just not a right fit same thing with your therapist yeah <laughs> you know make sure that you find somebody that fits for you and your family values and the goals that you have and somebody that you trust. The most important thing is trust. Mm-hmm. What I would recommend is going to your pediatrician and then seeing who they might refer you to. So if you trust your pediatrician, that would be a good first step. Exactly. So you can do that, or you can even go to regional centers to get a diagnosis as well, mm-hmm. or even at school you can request an IEP. Yes. So th- so you have a lot of options. So you may want to do more than just one. I've known families who have... Uh, done more than just one. Yeah, that's good. Yes, like getting a private doctor as well as getting an IEP. So, yes. Okay, so is there anything else you want to add to this one? No, I think that this is, I think that basically sums up ADHD, what it is, what it looks like, uh, the symptoms that you need, and what you should do if you think you or your loved one may have it. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening, and Make sure you listen to our next podcast next week. And if you have any questions or comments about ADHD, please feel free to email us at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com, and we are happy to take your questions. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.